like the ringing on Skype. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like do do do, like a little like a new wave song or something. Yeah, it's got like a driving kind of four on the floor, uh, eight oh eight drum beat too. It's kind of a yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how they decide to do that. <laughs> like. They probably started with that beat. They were just like, okay, we gotta get people into this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're stoked when they hear when when the call comes in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> how's your week been, man? Anything strange or awesome? Uh, well, a short list would be working from home because school's online. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. I that yeah, that happened this week, didn't or was it last week? Just started today. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's all right. I mean, I work in elementary school, so it's like you pretty much have to be within inches of the kids to do anything. You know, it's like you can't just tell an eight-year-old to do something like they're not going to so right kind of show them and stuff so it was kind of scary to be in that situation but um also i don't know you get like instant feedback and kind of feel like you accomplished something at the end of the day which after a day full of zooms you don't necessarily feel that way so right <laughs> yeah but overall good yeah well i accomplished something this week uh, what happened? Well, okay, so you know those old, like, kind of weird, like, 1950s ads for things? Like, you know, they advertise, like, you know, um, toys and stuff like that for kids, you know, like, yeah. and things that were, like, popular back in, like, the 1950s. Yeah. I discovered a new um, drink uh, that uh, my curiosity... Uh, peaked when i read about this mm. uh it was this um this uh mixture of uh like milk and seven up have you ever heard of this it does seem familiar i don't think i've ever had it though well ne neither have i i didn't even know it existed uh my curiosity got the best of me though uh, there's like this you can you can look it up on google and uh it, uh, it, it's this big advertisement that it's, you know, it's like, uh, do you want your kids to drink their milk? Well, here's a way. <laughs> turn it into, <laughs> turn it into a delicious lambation, uh, by adding seven up, you know, like one of those things. Right. And so wow. I, I, I tried it cause, uh, I don't know in my, it, like I, I explained it to like several other people and everybody instantly just thought, oh, that sounded gross. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in my mind, I didn't think it sounded that bad. Um, I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah, right? yeah. And so so I tried it. I don't drink a yeah. lot of soda these days. And when I do, I drink the uh, zero sugar stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. And so I got like some uh, Diet 7-Up, like a 20-ounce or something. And mm -hmm. uh, I put a... I did half milk because what that like the directions specifically say um, half and half don't stir <laughs> for some reason 
specifically doesn't want you to stir. I don't know why. Um, and so I tried it, and uh, I gotta say that I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, before I before I did it, I was like, you know, looking uh, looking at videos on YouTube uh, yeah. just to see other people's reactions. Because uh, if if everybody said that it was gross, I wasn't gonna do it because. Uh, in this situation, I wanted to be a conformist. Mm, right. uh, <laughs> so, um, Makes sense. but everybody was like, kind of like their reactions were like everybody who I found on YouTube that did it, uh, their reactions were like, it actually is not that bad. And in fact, it's one of those things that gets better with each sip. Mm. So I tried it and, uh, Dude, like I gotta say, it's 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 very it's interesting. I've actually done it a number of times since then, and uh, because like each time I'm I'm trying to convince myself that that like I I was lying to myself that I actually kind of like it, you know? Yeah. Like it's one of those things where it's like, there's no way I actually there's no way this was actually as good, and. Uh, no way it's actually as good as I thought it was going to be. And as it turns out, uh, it keeps getting better each time I do it. <laughs> so it's like that that was the highlight of my week was uh, mixing so, seven up so with milk. Honest, how many times have you drank it now? Well, or have you even stopped? Well, is it kind of like constant? I, I haven't like counted how many times I've done it, but. I'm going to say there's probably been like, uh, I'm going to say probably a handful of times, maybe like four or five, like nothing so too Did crazy. you kill a two liter? No, 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 no. I, I only get the 20 ounces. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, there's no way I could, <laughs> that would be actually, that might be an experiment to try. Fill half a two liter when it's done with milk. <laughs> and then, uh, Go around and tell people that it's uh, uh, this weird new kind of sprite. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. Apparently, this was, like, actually a thing. Like, a, a thing that parents did to their kids in the 50s. I'm kind of surprised that... You know, you know how they have that uh, cranberry sprite? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like around the ho around the holidays, you or is should, it? You should pitch eggnog sprite. For Ooh, that might actually not be too bad either. I would try eggnog sprite. That's sure. crazy. I mean, I like because eggnog's another one of those things that I thought that I hated before I even tried it. Uh, it rules. I uh, love eggnog. It, it's one of the best things ever, but it's so <laughs> so bad for you though. Yeah, I only have it once a year. Uh, yeah. It's, e it's even better if you have it homemade. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever had it homemade with, like, the actual whiskey thrown in and stuff like that? No. Well, I've had eggnog with whiskey, but then again, I've had almost everything with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried 7-Up uh, milk and whiskey? <laughs> no. Well, no. then you haven't had everything, my friend. No. Uh, uh, I would I would recommend you do that because I want to be a, a conformist when it comes to trying that. 
I well, want... I'm off the sauce now. So <laughs> you could... Oh, you, 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 you... Missed opportunity, I guess. So you don't drink anymore, Eric? No. Good no. for you. Good for you. Uh, two years and one month, maybe. Oh, yeah, wow. A little while. So. Yeah, I, I've never really been a, a big drinker. Um, you know, I used to, like, in my early, you know, in my 20s, I drank quite yeah. a bit, you know? I, I think everyone kind of does, you know? Uh, yeah. But, like, um, I never, yeah, I, I, like, in, in my 30s, I was just fine with something that is arguably even worse, and that's soda. <laughs> but um, it yeah, just... that's kind of my... Uh... That's my that's my prize now is soda. Yeah, it just it depends on you know um, what uh, how much of it you drink. You know, I right. think I'll usually have like a a coke if I go to a bar or something, just so I have something in my hand. Sure, sure. Uh, otherwise, yeah, sparkling water though. I'm straight up addicted. Like I got a problem, dude. So. What <laughs> what kind do you get? Do you get the Lacroix? Uh, I get the Aldi brand. <laughs> oh yeah, the um, I think it's called View or something like that. Buy or Bell. I'm reading it right now. Oh okay, I know yeah, it's like Bell Buy. It has like four names. Yeah, there's like just like everything at Aldi's seems yeah. to have and like crush, four names. I crush them nonstop. They're really good. I've I've had the uh, lemon lime flavor. I've had the uh, I think it's mandarin orange. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I usually get plain now. I just take it straight. It's like black coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one of the things that I like to do with those, too, is uh, maybe add just a splash of, like, orange juice or, mm. you know, something like that to it, and it makes yeah. almost like a natural soda. Nice. But yeah. It's actually pretty good. Have you ever had the uh, San Pellegrino? Oh, yeah. It's The it, blood orange is my favorite oh, it's so good they had a whole bunch of them here in muscatine uh at the dollar tree for like 50 cents a can really yes wow. and Dang. this was during a time where i wasn't drinking a lot of sugary drinks mm -hmm. uh but my sister was in town and luckily she encouraged me to indulge in a bad habit for a couple of days <laughs> And so uh, I bought them even though I planned on not doing it. And we just yeah. we just got a whole bunch of them. And uh, just like for two days straight, that was like what I was drinking. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're uh, super good. I mean, when you find them for 50 cents at, at a Dollar Tree, it's like you got to go with it, you know? What's funny, though, is I never really tried that many different drinks until, yeah, until I stopped drinking. Then it was like... Well, I need something. I need a can in my hand. Right, like, right. I don't know how to be at a place with other people without a can in my hand. Like, <laughs> at, at all. I mean, anyone that knows me can attest. <laughs> what, what about a bottle? Does it make a difference yeah. if it's a bottle oh, or if it's a can? anything in my hand. Yeah, but, yeah. To make people... Yeah, well, I saw a couple decades where I, I, I don't know if I didn't have a drink in my hand or not. It would have been rare. Sure. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I, I especially get that at a bar because, yeah. you know, at a bar, it's like, it's kind of awkward if you're not, 
if you're not drinking and everybody else is. Yeah. Sometimes if, uh, if I go somewhere that has it, I'll get like a kombucha or if they have like a, I don't know, like a nitro coffee or something. Like pretty much anything that they have, I'll try it just to feel like I'm having fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have you tried that kombucha bar there in Iowa City? Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. It's not really very, um, uh, I don't know the right word, funky, tangy. Like, it doesn't have that vinegar element to it that a lot of kombucha does, which yeah. I kind of like that, but I think other people probably like it a little mellower. So I think that place kind of caters to that. It's not as not as crazy funky as some of the hooch that I've had, so... Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Travis is the one who actually got me uh, hooked on kombucha because he started drinking them. And uh, I've been having, like, stomach problems off and on for, you know, a couple years now. And so has he. And there was actually a doctor that recommended he drinks kombucha for his gut health. And uh, for the longest time, I couldn't stand it. But then I tried a flavor. Uh, what's that brand? The 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 big brand of kombucha that's everywhere. GTS. GTS. That's it. Um, he gave me a sip of like uh, a watermelon flavored one. I love the watermelon. Oh, uh, so delicious! And then also the guava one. Yeah, I like that one too. And now it's like, I I just. I usually go to a store and I'll grab a couple kombuchas and then I'll just, you know, they'll sit in the fridge and I'll sip on them, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's delicious. And it's also, a lot of people don't like it, but I think it's actually a good substitute for like soda, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's also healthy too. Yeah. I used to make my own here at home. I had a, like a big mother they call it it's like a big kind of gross snotty mushroom looking thing yeah and uh yeah <laughs> like, that description was great by the way <laughs> yeah it's really gross snotty uh, mushroom looking thing yeah <laughs> and so you put that in a jar with some sweet tea for like a while like a week and then you um filter what? that and you put in your juice and like flavor and ginger and whatever else you put in there and then you let it ferment for like another week <laughs> wait and so that so that's the mother that's the mushroom looking thing yeah well okay. you pull that out before you filter it and then you start a new batch uh it is a, it's a lot though like i had probably like uh i was doing probably yeah like two cases every time i did it so like 48 bottles of booch or something. Wow. Wow. It would not turn out. They would explode and it just went on and on. And like, <laughs> I had like four batches just turn out like shit. And I'm like, I'm done with this. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll leave it to the the real booch makers, you know? like. Yeah, yeah. That, just that... in my basement wasn't that awesome. So. I mean, that sounds like something that I would just screw up entirely if i tried it you know i'm i i'm no good with science but i believe in it (laughs) you know like it's that's just that's that's like my motto if there was a motto like for 
an individual person, that would be mine. I'm I'm no good at science, but I believe in it. I like it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I was actually thinking, like, uh, yeah, th- we've been chatting for 16 minutes so far, and uh, I was kind of thinking about drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All about drinks. Uh, let's see. We-, we covered kombucha. We covered sparkling water, alcohol, milk sprite, milk sprite, or milk. I- I'm gonna call it milk soda because I like the name of that, the the sound of that. Yeah. Um, and then I don't, I don't remember what else if we uh, if we talked about anything else, but um, anyway, uh, because I forget things in fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, me too. But uh, I was thinking, uh, do you think we should like do like introductions like somewhere towards the beginning of each each like episode where it's like, hi, I'm Dan. And you're like, hi, I'm Eric. <laughs> like, you know, just something. Oh, I'm, I'm laughing because I really like the direction that you gave me. Yeah, well, I was just and thinking. Then, and then you'll be like, hi, I'm Eric. Yeah, well, no, that's that's kind of what I thought would be kind of funny. Uh, hi, I'm Eric. And you're like, hi, I'm Dan. You know, or something like that. Or yeah. we could just let the listeners guess, guess which one is which. Yeah, we could whatever you want to do. I'm down. It doesn't really matter to me. I yeah. just, I'm uh, maybe maybe. <laughs> let's try it right now. Let's try it right now. I'll be like. Uh, okay, so we're starting the podcast now. So am I gonna <laughs> am I gonna be am I gonna you be? Know, we just you, talk for fifteen minutes about drinks. Am I gonna be starting the podcast? <laughs> am I gonna be me or am I gonna be you? Like that's that's what we need to determine right now. Uh, Let's be ourselves. Okay, we'll be ourselves. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Dan. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Eric. Together, we are well. Well, um, Dan and Eric on 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 the computer through Skype, doing a <laughs> podcast. How does that sound, to everybody? That, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, let's do something like that. I, I got a really good... Uh, by the way, I'm drinking Milk Sprite right now as we speak. I forgot to tell you that. Uh, this time I actually mixed it in the bottle, though, not the glass. So I, I'm actually getting really, like, serious about this Milk Sprite stuff. Like, I'm, I am a dedicated Milk Spriter. Well, I wonder if it'll be any good with almond milk. Hmm. <laughs> I don't have any milk at all. That's a really, really good question. <laughs> Almond milk, coconut milk. Maybe I could do like an entire yeah. video where uh, I'm uh, trying it with different milks. <laughs> Goat milks, chocolate milk. I'm going to start the only vegan milk Sprite company. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> vegan Sprite. And, and it's just like this white stuff, you know? Like, well, that's the only way to make Sprite vegan. Oh, <laughs> I, I did hear, though, um, somebody told me a long time ago when basically everybody was turning straight edge and or vegetarian mm-hmm. um, for the longest time before everybody went back to doing drugs. <laughs> um, but uh, somebody told me that uh, Coca-Cola was like the only vegan like name brand pop. I don't know if that's true or not. 
I'm trying to think of what would be in soda that would not be vegan. Well, I guess like uh, Pepsi at the time, though, you know, like things change. But I think at the time, I guess there was some sort of, as he described it, I don't know why I remember this, but, you know, like I forget what happened yesterday. Um, (laughs) But I think he said that, and we're talking, this is like 2001, probably. I'm just guessing. I was telling you, by the way. What's Just that? So I can, who was telling you this? I don't remember. I don't remember oh, who it was. Okay. It was like, Missed. it was somebody who was actively involved in, you know, like punk rock shows. Like somebody, it was either somebody from the Quad Cities or from Iowa City, or maybe somebody from a band that played from, you know, visited from Chicago or, you know what I mean? It was like, it was at one of those places like, uh, you know, like the, uh, java house in downtown moline or whatever uh i think might have been a coca-cola spy you what uh, i think it might have been a coca-cola spy <laughs> he was trying to traveling around the <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like like that um like that uh cigarette about Pepsi. <laughs> like that like that chewing gum guy in the movie clerks <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember that? This guy, like, came in. There was a guy at the gas station uh, who um, was uh, in line, and he ordered a pack of cigarettes. And this guy behind him was like, are you sure? And he's like, am I sure about what? He's like, do you really want to buy those cigarettes? And he's like, yeah. And he's all like, he pulled like this big thing out of like a bag that he was carrying and he puts it on the counter and he's like, what the hell is that? And he's like, that's your lung. Like that's what your your lung looks like from all the years of smoking. And he's all like, really? Oh, fuck this. And he like, yeah, he's like, I don't want to buy these cigarettes, you know? And then uh, he's like, here, try some chewing gum instead. And it was like, (laughs) <laughs> Chuli's chewing gum or something like that. Like yeah. I don't remember. I'm I'm getting kind of hazy on that. That too, <laughs> but I do remember that that was one of the funniest scenes out of the entire movie. So yeah, like maybe it was a Coca-Cola salesman who was inspired by the movie Clerks, and he so was just what like, was he, "What was he saying about Pepsi, though?" Uh he, he said that Pepsi had some sort of dairy byproduct in it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, why would they put anything in Pepsi that can talk more money? I yeah, that's a very good question. It's like when you were a kid and the and people would say like, "Hey, if someone tries to make you take drugs, like say no or whatever." It's like <laughs> no one's just gonna give free drugs to a little kid. That's a good they might say like, "Hey, do you want some of these drugs?" And if you say no, they're not gonna be like, "Come on, please take my drugs." Like. That's a good I mean, point. Come on. <laughs> I mean, are you are you sure about that, Eric? Um, <laughs> you were right. Well, I mean, I'm not positive, but it just doesn't seem like. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Free. That's all. It right. doesn't seem like somebody who would do that would be a very stable person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but um, actually, another interesting thing uh, about the whole drink thing that we seem to be on <laughs> is, um, and I might have started that, 
I apologize, Eric. Uh, but um, Coke and Pepsi both have very, very bizarre flavors all around the world. Oh, yeah? Have you ever looked into that? No. Google, Google that sometime. There's actually a yogurt-flavored Coke from, like, Japan or something. Wow. Yeah. All kinds of weird stuff. So that's why, like, I'm kind of... But you are drinking Milk Sprite, right? <laughs> I'm drinking Milk Sprite, man. Haven't tried yogurt yet with Sprite, but maybe we're heading in that direction. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm fine with my Milk Sprite. Yeah. I'm not one of fucking weirdos drinking Coke <laughs> yogurt. You guys, uh, you're like, it'd be funny if I made, like, a fake, like, advertisement from the 50s. Add some yogurt to your Sprite. <laughs> and see what happens but that's how i should like it shouldn't be all like hey you want your kids to drink your yo or eat your yogurt (laughs) add some sprite to it it'd be like should be like just add some yogurt and see what happens just sell it like it'll like uh fix your erectile dysfunction (laughs) air loss in the 1950s yeah yeah Yeah, get back that vigor you've lost (laughs) it'd be great if it got to like the uh actual makers of the erectile dysfunction drugs and they uh get on tv and they're like see what we had to deal with in the 1950s <laughs> like they they don't realize that it was just made yesterday like that whole thing <laughs> oh man oh, i'm getting off on a tangent here and that's okay that's okay eric yeah we'll be all right yeah everything everything's fine right now um <clears throat> so yeah man um anything uh in the way of music uh playing it listening to it performing it uh, anything happened this week i'm gonna release my record on wednesday oh really that's awesome is that now is that gonna be available on Bandcamp? yep mm. yes awesome. on wednesday is it, do you have a Bandcamp page already, or is it, like, are you going to make one? When do you think this will air? <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I'm hoping, like, sometime in the next couple of days. <laughs> uh, so I don't know anything about anything, right? Okay, gotcha, uh, gotcha. So, but, and so I wanted the record to be released on Wednesday. So my wife, Sarah, and I did all the preliminary work, mm-hmm. setting it up and everything. But then we accidentally made it live. You accidentally, so, what? Hold on a second. You accidentally made it live, you say? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's already up. Oh, really? But don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay, do you want me just to, okay, I'll tell you what. I won't, I'll make sure that this isn't published until after Wednesday. Well, okay, yeah, or it could be like Wednesday afternoon or Right, Wednesday afternoon, yeah. I'm not even sure if that last episode, for all of you guys out there, there was a last episode that we did. And I'm not even, at this point, I'm not even sure. Like the audio is coming in a lot better on this one than, than last week's. So I don't even know, like at this point, this might actually be the episode number four, if that's all right with you, Eric. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, 
for some reason, like, yeah, it's coming in a lot better than it did last week. I don't know if, like, last week there seemed to be some weird weather things going on or something. Huh. Yeah, maybe that's it. Well, if I remember <laughs> right, I think it was, like, super, super windy last uh. last Sunday or last Monday when we recorded. Right. And, so, uh, and we live out in the middle of nowhere, and our internet connection sometimes is just shit. Yeah. So yeah. that could have been part of it. But yeah. um, awesome. So uh, yeah. So uh, you can secretly listen to it right now if you want. Thanks. Okay. All right. What is the uh, address? Uh, Eric Whitaker. Uh huh. Dot bandcamp.com <laughs> 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 okay all right I, well i didn't know if like it... i literally read that off of my browser i wasn't trying to be a smart ass. oh okay all right <laughs> well no I, I figured i figured not i um but you know sometimes like people release albums on like say like a labels band camp or something mm-hmm. you know or or like oh, uh, sure. what's that I said, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, like, you know, I didn't know if, like, maybe, um, I don't know, I keep changing my uh, performer name because I was doing albums under the name The Outer Head for a while, like solo stuff. And then I just decided to change my name to Dan the Ruler, which you probably know about. And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to keep that name. <laughs> so it's like, but either way, all of the past albums, no matter what name they were under, are going right. to stay on that band camp, you know? Sure. But yeah. yeah. So you say you got two albums coming out then? No, just one. Oh, just one. Okay, all right. Yeah. I uh, I must have misunderstood you. Well, that's, that's exciting. I think I know what I'm going to do when I get done recording this, Eric. Yeah, you'll be like the first person. Awesome. I'm number one. Yeah. Uh, they do say that you can't get any better than that, right? I mean, <laughs> I, guess. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're, well, I mean, you, they keep telling you that anyway. <laughs> you know, whether or not it's actually true, I guess I'm going to test that theory tonight. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, oh. If you don't like it, just don't. <laughs> I mean, just don't let me know. It's it's cool. Like, <laughs> if I just don't hear from you, about, then I'll just be like, Dude, okay, great, cool. You almost yeah. made me spit my milk sprite out on the computer when you said that. Ugh. I'm totally serious. <laughs> no, no, no. I know you're serious, but just the way you put it, like. I just don't want anyone to tell me they don't like it. uh, I just, I mean, I know you're being serious. I I hope it doesn't offend you that I also kind of find it funny a little bit. Oh, no, I find it funny, too. Okay, all right. I, uh, no, I'm actually the same exact way, though. Like, I think, I think, like, that's a thing with, like, artists in general, honestly. Like, I think, like, uh, on kind of a serious note about that, Um, I think that, um, uh, most artists will say that they don't care what people think because Mm -hmm. they want people to think that they don't care about what people think. But then like, when it comes down to it, like, it really is like very, like, they don't, they don't want to hear 
if somebody doesn't like it. They don't want to hear somebody shit all over something that they put their heart and soul and time and energy into. Yeah. And that's because that is really disheartening. It's like, you yeah. know, uh, I've, I've, you know, um, I've never really, I got to say, I've been kind of lucky with that. Like, I'm sure that there are people that just absolutely hate what I do, you know, but like, I've never really had anybody like totally shit on like anything I've done, I guess. But I've had, I've had people kind of be like, well, you know, your, your timing is off there a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, so they shit on it in the night in the nicest way possible. Right. And on a technicality too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. On the technicality. So did you love it except for this? one technical aspect. yeah this one technical aspect and then miraculously there's like 20 other technical aspects that they're right. not yeah. necessarily crazy about i mean right yeah and it is kind of <laughs> like i mean just just those alone were just enough for me to be like well shit like i started to get paranoid when i listened to my music i'd be like listen back to my music i'm like wait a minute is he right yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It's hard. I, I've never, I've always had the, the concept of a band to fall back on. Like, even if I was the main songwriter in a band or contributed, you know, a lot of the songwriting in a project or whatever. Yeah. Like having other people there, it's a buffer, you know, like, uh, I've never just had my name on something before. So, right. Like, that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of terrifying, <laughs> uh, to put it lightly. You know, like, it's it's strange. I don't know. Like, I think it's good. I don't think people really are going to hate it. It's not, if they know anything about me or have ever heard me play or sing ever, they're not going to be surprised. But I think it's just, like, the fact that it's not a band, that it makes it a little uh, scarier. I don't know. It's weird. I can see that. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, it is, you know, scary being a, a solo artist when it's like yeah. everything that is going to happen is going to fall back on you inevitably, good right. or bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was really tempted to use like, a, like an umbrella name, like just a name. I don't know. You know how it is. People that are just one people, but they have a, a like a band name kind of name. Yeah. But uh, then I was like, well, then you're just gonna at some point have to come out and use your real name anyway. So <laughs> you might as well just use your real name. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna know it's you at some point. You know. Yeah. I mean, so. unless you can find a way to be completely anonymous in this world, which yeah. is very. I mean, I think it's probably, well, it's definitely, I think, probably much more difficult to do than, say, when The Resonance started out. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you have to definitely... I think, like, The Resonance um, and some other people that flirted with anonymity, I think, yeah, because of the time they were in, like, if no one knows you, then, like, literally no one knows you. They don't... Like, uh, the guys in the residence, no one would have known them anyway. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
their anonymity only consisted of not putting their name on an album. Right, right. You know? And so, even though they use fake names anyway, but, um, like, Chuck Bobuck is not that guy's name. Right, so, right. But now it's like, to spread that information and to get it out there, you have to utilize uh, technology that instantly tracks where you are, who you are, links it with other emails, Facebook accounts, all that stuff. Like you really have to anticipate a lot of a lot of ways of people figuring it out. Well, know? yeah, and you know there are so many people that are good with computers nowadays that right. there. You know, if you have some sort of website that is dedicated to whatever project that is maybe anonymous or trying to go with the anonymity thing that at some point somebody is going to be able to right. uh, hack it and figure out what computer sure. everything is coming from and whose computer it belongs to unless somebody is insane enough to go to the library every time to do their music stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Which I think that it's would... Almost like take it, you'd have, almost have to take it out of that digital realm to even come close to accomplishing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, that would be a great story. Uh, a musician who does everything on a library computer. Yeah. Like, you know... It's sure. uh, <laughs> so like that... That would be an interesting bio. <laughs> that might that might get you some some shows in the future. Yeah. If COVID <laughs> allows it eventually. Yeah. I'll be there as soon as I uh, check out the library and print out these map quests. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, you so, have to do all your booking there in the library. And That's the, actually really how it was, though. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. We toured... Uh, I was in this group called the Heart Attacks. Yeah, I remember that. That was a long, long time ago. And we seriously did have to go to the library in basically every every town we stopped in mm-hmm. to get the address and set up more shows and make contact with the booker and all that stuff. Absolutely. Pretty sad. But also, I don't know, like, obviously as an old man, I'm going to nostalgia it up and be like it was awesome yeah yeah we actually had to work for the things that we did yeah i mean it sucked but it was all right too like at least we were out there doing it you know like can't even play a show now so (laughs) yeah that's true that's true the idea of just getting in a van and seeing what happens is freaking alien now where's where's book your own fucking life now yeah, because <laughs> hey, oh, I'm booking shit. my own fucking life at home every day now, yeah, motherfuckers. Right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, it's it. That's that's the the one band that I toured in, uh, Girls of Comanche back in the early 2000s. That's what we used was to book your own fucking life. Oh yeah, it was a great resource. It was, and it's it's just weird to think that at one time. Like, it was email or call these venues and yeah. hope for a response, but the response could take up to two months. Yeah. Whereas, like, now it's like all you got is Facebook. Right. Well, that's not all you got. Instagram and 
Twitter and whatever, whatever else. And yeah. usually the places will respond within like two minutes, <laughs> you know, or two hours or it's definitely a weird thing. Like I said, this is, of course, uh, assuming that this is in a, a pre-COVID world and hopefully a post-COVID world. Although mm. I guess there have been some shows going on. Uh, <clears throat> did you hear the CDC apparently released um, that it is considered safe to have indoor shows now or some indoor concerts like have you heard anything about this no no i have not i mean this was a couple weeks ago i heard we're not even supposed to have thanksgiving that yeah yeah that's yeah (laughs) it's very strange it's like we're not we're not supposed to have thanksgiving but apparently I'm going to have to do more research because there is a yeah. possibility that, like... I don't know about that. I've heard of shows happening outside. And yeah. I've heard of some shows happening where there's, like, a performer. And then there's maybe, like, five people at the show. Yeah. Um, but I don't... Let me I get let me get back with you on, on that because... Um, that might have been a couple weeks ago and or, like, a month ago that I read that. And... There's a yeah. good possibility that if they did, in fact, like, give the green light on doing indoor shows, that they quickly took it back, like, yeah. in, the, in the last two weeks, because, or I could have just read it wrong, or hell, it could have even been, you know, like, satire, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it could have been something like that, and I could have just been totally, <laughs> it like, was a hard times article. Well, if it was hard times, I would have known it was hard times. Because uh, hard times is great. Oh, my Chris God. Punk's, Chris Punk's show is totally safe for Chris Punk's. <laughs> is that, was, that a, was that a headline? No. Oh, okay. That would be a great headline, though. Oh, man. There were so many good ones. But I forget, I, I've forgotten all of them. Like, recently, they've been really killing it. My favorite one is... Uh... Area man insists scene died when he stopped going to shows. <laughs> we've, uh, that, that's real. That's some real shit right there. I, I think we've all been that guy at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sure. I've definitely like, I've definitely said stupid shit like that. <laughs> no, there are no fucking bands anymore. Yeah. Where the fuck's all the bands? And music? <laughs> Not like they used to be walking right next to a six band flyer. Right. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you dismiss it because you're like, well, those are fucking eighteen year old kids, probably, you know, or whatever. Yeah. They don't fucking know what punk is. <laughs> yeah, that that is. Uh, it is hard being the forty five year old dude at the at the basement show. It's not awesome. No, and absolutely. Just telling anyone who's listening who's uh, twenty four, yeah. twenty five right now. Well, I uh, played a show. <laughs> with my last band um and uh it was uh in the quad cities and it was a great show and all the bands were awesome Mm -hmm. but i was 36 at the time yeah and my uh well this this was abnormal man so you know jeff and luke um jeff i think was 20 he would have been like 27 28 maybe 
think Luke was maybe 24. And then everybody else at the concert were no older than probably 17. Wow. And I just remember thinking to myself, I had that moment where I was like, okay, this is an awesome show. And the bands were great. I mean, they were all like high school kids and they were all like really obviously influenced by good stuff, you know? And they were all super nice kids. But I had that moment where I'm like, I'm 36 years old. Yeah. And I'm the only person over the age of 30 in this entire fucking place. Right. That was really, really fucking, like, seriously, I was just like, whoa. And it was it was one of those moments, I think I was playing when I yeah. had that moment hit me. <laughs> For sure. It's just, uh, it, you know, moments like that are so bizarre when you have that those realizations. Yeah, I think the only the only solace in it I take, or I guess maybe a better way to say it is how I don't lose my mind and just never go to a show again. Right. You just have to be, I think you have to try to be self-aware. Like, no one thinks you're cool. Right. First and foremost. And second of all, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you are a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, once you accept that, like, everything's fine. <laughs> that's true. That's true. No one likes you. No one wants to talk to you. No one <laughs> just, wants to start up a friendship with you. But you just have they to. might say, hey, I heard you can play thrash guitar. And then you can say, yeah, I do. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, let's play in a band. You know? But we're not going to be friends. Yeah. That's... Like, you just have to accept that that's the way it is. That these aren't. These aren't your people uh, by lifestyle anymore. These are your people by interest and default. That's true. That's true. You know? And that's okay. Like, I'd, I'd rather be the weirdo at the show that no one wants to talk to than the normal guy at work everyone wants to talk to. Yeah. So, like, whatever. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, there comes a point where... If, if you're that guy who's trying to do the whole lecture every young kid about the scene, right. it, it just becomes like super, super cringe, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and I, oh, hate, I hate the word cringe. That is one <laughs> word that I absolutely hate. I can't believe I just said that. But you meant it. <laughs> I did mean it because I, I couldn't think of any other way to... I guess pathetic would have been... A more Dan or way to explain it, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's something about the word cringe, man. I just I don't like it. It's, I mean, I don't like things that are cringy, but the word cringe itself, I just I don't know. I don't know what it is about that word that I don't like. Well, I think that it, I mean it's I, for me it it's just that it's used incorrectly, like. It's used properly as far as what it means, but the word itself is not... Things are not cringe. Right. They are cringe-worthy. Or even cringy, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's kind of like when people say aesthetic in in a way that... I don't know. Never mind. I'm not going to go off on how young people talk. That is <laughs> literally the thing we were just talking about being cringe <laughs> we make like a we make like a list of like 
all the things we've heard young people say. Because, <laughs> I mean, I definitely... The show should be, Dan, just us being curmudgeons. That's it, yeah. We're just sitting there like the cringeworthy hour with Eric and Dan. <laughs> like... We'll call it that. Mansplaining with Dan and Eric. Have you um heard the uh, podcast called Your ba- uh, Your Favorite Band Sucks? No, I haven't heard that. Uh, you should check it out. I'll send you a link to like one of my All favorite right. episodes. But it's literally they do an episode of every band possible. Like, and some of them are even bands that like, you know, like I don't know. They did one that was like. Queen sucks, Nirvana sucks, Green Day sucks, Modest Mouse sucks, all these bands. And they just talk for an hour about why this band sucks. (laughs) Oh, man, that sounds fun. And it's like, it's not, I mean, I think that most of the time it's, uh, it's, um, you know, uh, satire. I think, I think they're just being sarcastic. But there are other times where I'm like, hmm, I can't tell if these guys are being real about their hatred for ACDC or not, you know? Yeah, I haven't heard it, but I mean, I definitely think that if you hold the things you love to the same standards as the, the things that you hate, uh-huh. probably going to find out that a lot of those things also suck. Yeah, yeah. Like, they also do the, all the same shit that you hold against the things that you hate. Like... I think that's just the way it is. Like, it's the reason that people in your life, like if they bother you or something they do pisses you off, there's a decent chance that it's something that you do too that you don't like about yourself. You know? Yeah, like, same, like kind of, like it's not just the other person's fault 100% of the time. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like that whole nice guy syndrome. Like I used to uh, think that I was like such a nice guy and that like. Why, why, why do I never have a girlfriend? You know what I mean? That sort of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. And then you realize that, like, you really weren't that much of a nice guy that you claim yeah. to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you, it, sure. it's really something that, like, um, that you really have to come to terms with, you know? Yeah. The, the maybe it was me um, line of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, or at least, or at least it was like, you know, 50% me, you know what I mean? At least it was like, not the other person's fault. 100%, you know? Right. You look back on, uh, or I look back on, you know, when I was a teenager and it, it, it amazes me how just angry I was as a teenager. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't even... Well, what else is there to do, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, man, I just look at it, look back on it, and I'm just like, wow. Like, why was I so angry? And I'm sure that everybody has that, has that experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think, it, I mean, I think it is, it is the experience. Like, when you look back at that time period, it, it should just be peaks and valleys only. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just like cool most of the time. Like that sucks because that's going to be the rest of your life. Like yeah, absolutely. Your life to just wake up and go, eh, I guess it's all right. Like 
You might as well wake up just screaming and crying and <laughs> laughing and yelling for at least four or five years of your life. Dude, you know? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually literally try that tomorrow. I'm going to uh, <laughs> scream and cry and laugh when I wake yeah. up. And I'm gonna see yeah. what my dad how my dad reacts. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just. But I don't know. Maybe that'll help. You know, maybe that'll help with <laughs> anything negative that's going on right now. Maybe. Just have a big old scream when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Like that. <laughs> just like really like. But I mean, I would extend it. I would just be like, oh! And then cry. <laughs> oh. But the thing is, I'm, I'm bad at fake crying. So I'm not sure if that would actually. I definitely can scream. Though. <laughs> is I... this something you do a lot? No, 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 no. I don't fake cry a lot. I, uh, but screaming. I don't even know if I'm bad at it. Oh, really? You, you've never tried fake crying? Like. <laughs> you mean like sounding like I'm crying or like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in particular, um, though, I guess like one specific incident that I'm referring back to is, uh, I wrote a, a joke song with a friend and part of the, it was, uh, fake crying you know what i mean nice. and uh yeah like when i'm fake crying i sound like <laughs> you know like it just sounds fake you know what i mean like i can't make it sound some people are good at fake crying though i mean uh i don't i mean i can try it um <laughs> that would be a <laughs> now that i'm thinking of it though that that is a hell of a band name I, i'm surprised nobody i wonder if anybody has used it fake crying I mean, I guess we just started it. <laughs> Fake crying. Oh, do you want to play a guitar? <laughs> yeah, I'll play guitar, sure. All right, cool. <laughs> we, should, we should be a happy band. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pop punk? Nah, nah, happy black metal. Oh. Has that ever existed? Oh, yeah, actually, there is a thing called uh, un-black metal. Whoa. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like Christian black metal. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap. Do they? But it still sounds all... Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. You can, you can look... Uh, I, I shit you not. You can uh, go to YouTube and you can find millions of them. It's it's uh, called Unblack Metal. Because, you know, they they obviously don't want to call it white metal for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what black metal already is. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, I mean, white metal would sound... Uh, hilariously um like a bad idea like well maybe not even hilariously just a bad idea we'll just say well okay hilarious but anyway huh. uh un, un black metal and uh yeah it's it's uh christian black metal mm -hmm. so instead of like you know screaming about their the underworld or whatever uh they're like um and by the hand of Jesus Christ, you know, like that sort of thing, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah, definitely we're doing that. And <laughs> you are the singer. Oh, so. uh, okay. All right. So I all guess right. I'm the vocalist now. Okay. Guess you shouldn't show off like that. <laughs> well, I just think, I think having a black metal, like an un-black metal band called Fake Crying. <laughs> but, you know, of course you got to have the logo that. You know, uh, what was yeah. it? I saw the other day I was, 
because I, I mentioned to you that I do DoorDash uh, right. right now. And I was parked waiting for some orders to come in uh, by like a set of trees. And I actually remember uh, like these trees looked like a black metal logo when they were like together. It was really weird. But, you know, I think that that's also kind of like a. Uh, uh, what word am I trying to think of here? That's like, a, you know, that's like a common thing that people always say is that like a whole bunch of trees. Right. Like look like black metal logo. Well, I I shit you not. This actually looked like a black metal logo. Like I could have <laughs> seen it like on a you know what I mean? Like, I don't care if that's like. Um, you know, like a, like a common thing and like, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say it to be funny or whatever. It's like, it really, like, I looked at it for like four or five minutes and I'm like, yeah, that like, and then you finally figured it out and it's a fake crying. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's why we're calling it that because the trees, the black metal logos are like kind of silly for that reason. Like, no, you can't read them, you know? Right, right. But then I realized, like, that's not really how it works. I'm probably wrong. Someone will tell us. But now I think it's like you have to find the band and get into them and see their logo, and then you know that logo. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then, so, but that's kind of cool. Like, if no one else can read it except the people that are into it, that's pretty amazing. It's like guerrilla marketing, you know? Like Everything about black metal, at least in the early days, was about basically that. It was like anti-whatever-the-fuck-was-going-on, you know? It's kind of trying to be elitist, sort of? Trying to be elitist. Well, yeah. I, I would say it probably wasn't even trying in those right. days. Um, right. But, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, no. And so it makes sense that, you know, they would just snap like these grimy black and white photos of them in corpse paint. Some guy looking like he's about to get attacked by a pack of wolves, hmm. you know, and, and he's got his like hands out and everything. And somebody who, you know, you would you would just shit bricks if you ran into him like in the in the woods, like, right. you know, and then. uh have this logo slapped on that made no sense and then just like recordings that sounded like they were recorded on like a Fisher Price cassette recorder or something, you know? Oh yeah. Some of those are so good though. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I really like the Hellhammer recordings a lot. Yeah, Hellhammer. Um I'm, I'm really partial to early Dark Throne. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um I uh but you know, black metal's not not a genre that I overall um, can say that I'm really a, a fan of or an expert of. But there's right. there's a few artists that in that realm of music that I, I do really like. Dark Throne probably is probably my favorite out yeah. of all of them. I mean, me personally. Um, you know, some of that early Emperor stuff is pretty cool. Right. I would say that, yeah, easily, like, the real early stuff I liked. But then it feels like it sort of became, I don't want to say homogenized, because it never really 
uh, was more palatable. It just became really similar all the time. It felt like. Well, I, I think. So um, I didn't really. If once I couldn't tell one band from the other, I kind of just that's when I stopped. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I think like that all kind of started with like. You know, Cradle of Filth, Demu Borgir, in the later years and stuff like that. Because then, like, now it kind of it does seem like every every black metal band has to have like the really symphonic keyboards and everything. You know? Yeah. It's interesting how that genre of music started out as such a rebellion, if you will, against like good production. Right. But now it's like. It's almost, it's like the opposite. It's just like anything else, you know? It's the opposite. Now it's like to be a black metal band, like you got to have like a good recording now or something, you know? Right. But yet, though. Technically good at your proficient at your instrument. Right. But yet, there are those that really stick to the original. You mm-hmm. know, they, they make sure that they release everything on cassette and use you know the four tracks to record or if they are recording using technology they're purposely doing it badly you know right mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting that point, that's what i did with my record actually oh really uh, yeah yeah i purposely made it really bad so like if if it doesn't sound good that was my intention so yeah well that's kind of i mean that's that's what i do and Part of that is because I use Audacity to record. And it's like, I don't, I mean, I can't afford, like, at the moment, I can't afford, like, a huge multi-track studio of any kind, you know? I use uh, Reaper. Oh, yeah? And it's free, and it's awesome. Cool. I might have to look into that. You're not, you, it might have been you. But I do know that that's been recommended to me before. It's um, Brooks uses it. Brooks Strauss uses it. Um, and that's why I use it. So that we can just trade files and have the same kind of like plugins and stuff and not have any issues. Sweet. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great program. And we, Brooks and I both use Behringer interfaces that are super cheap uh-huh. but they're awesome sweet like, sweet i love mine so i know some unsolicited advice there but okay well i i might actually look into that because audacity is good for what i'm but like part of part of what i was going to say is um you know part of that is my inexperience with recording you know because i just i'm not an audiophile you know what i mean as much as as much as I love music, I don't like, you know what I mean? I can't tell like what sound is, what sounds good for shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but part of that is also, I have an appreciation for the lo-fi sound anyway, you know? Uh, so part of it's on purpose and part of it isn't, you know what I mean? Like, but it's all, it's all just how it goes, but I might actually look into that to the reaper because i've been kind of thinking about maybe trying a different type of uh recording program i think it's pretty excuse me i think it's pretty easy um i anything that i ran into i just 
Well, there are a couple things I had to reach out to friends to ask, but most there's like a billion tutorials. Yeah, also. yeah. So you can just type in like how to blank in Reaper, and it'll like you'll find ten videos. So cool, cool. A lot of support out there too. So cool. I may have to. But I was actually lying. I didn't make my record bad on purpose. I was. <laughs> I was just trying to cover my tail in case someone hated it. <laughs> no. That's funny. Um, yeah. I was just being preemptively defensive. That's all. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> my, um, my stuff is, is bad. 50% on purpose and 50% not on purpose. So, but it's one hundred percent bad. It's one hundred percent bad. <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually really excited to hear your album, Eric. Like, well, thanks. I You'll mean, be the first one. Don't tell anyone. I mean, the thing is, I I won't tell Wednesday to say anything. I won't. I won't. Uh, but the thing is, is, I mean, dude, like, come on, you know that I've been a fan of like pretty much everything you've done since I was in high school. You know. Yeah, well, thanks. And it's like, based on everything that I've heard before, whether it's the Gimpy CD um, or your time in the old Scratch, uh, you know, uh, Lowe's Voltage, although Lowe's Voltage you played bass in, you didn't really sing in. Did you contribute a lot to the songwriting in that? In Lowe's Voltage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah quite a bit, actually. Okay, all right. So, you I know, would say that... Um, Brad, the drummer, and I. Uh, yeah, I would say we work out most of the, most of the music. Okay, so, the rhythm section wrote most of the music. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, dude, Eric, man, like, I pretty much already know in advance that I'm gonna love it. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. I'm super stoked to hear it. Like hearing a solo record from eric whitaker like and and I'm, I'm not saying this to blow smoke up your ass you're one of the reasons why like i got excited to like play music like in muscatine you know what i mean like so yeah you know it's just so i'm 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 super stoked about it like all joking aside you know awesome well so, thank you Damn. i i can't wait to hear it and hopefully um, COVID will go away at some point so that maybe you'll get to perform stuff live. You never know. Maybe. COVID was not the issue with me performing live. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know? <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I haven't played a show in like five years anyway, so. Really? I mean, as myself, you know. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, I, I guess I didn't even... Yeah, I guess I did know you played some shows solo. Yeah, usually about once every uh, two years. <laughs> okay. But sometimes it can be up to five years or... Okay. Maybe like one, twice in one year, maybe once. I don't oh, know. wait. Duh. Actually, what am I talking about? You did play that solo set at the Hage Fest. Oh, right. That one was a little different. That was right. like, uh, well, because Tim and I were friends in high school and stuff, I actually did a set of all high school songs, songs I had written in high school. 
Yes, yeah. So, like, you didn't really do anything, like, new or anything there. Yeah. I did an NXS cover. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I covered more than any other band, somehow. NXS, huh? Yeah, I've done two NXS covers. (laughs) Pretty strange. That it, it is strange. It is strange. But at the same time, I kind of hear it oddly fitting, too. Yeah, they had some good songs. <laughs> yeah, I, I never really, other than the singles, never really heard anything more from them. But I, I mean, I could say I'd take a deep dive. What yeah, did yeah. you tell everyone to listen to last week? You told them to, to dig in with some terrible, shitty band. Did I say that? Yeah, it was like uh, Nickelback. I said Nickelback. Yeah, told everyone to listen to Nickelback's deep album cuts. Oh yeah, no, no, I didn't tell everyone to listen to it. Uh, what I what I said, <laughs> what what I I think what I said, and I don't know, maybe maybe I did actually say that. I can't imagine that I would say that with any seriousness. I'll have to listen back, but I think what that I, was a direct quote, actually. What <laughs> I what I heard um, was somebody told me that their non-album singles mm. are, like, in some cases, one hundred percent better than all of their singles. Okay, all and right. like, and so like. Uh, Maybe I said that. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I said that kind of sort of saying that or maybe that's like what I meant. But I, I couldn't imagine recommending that because I've never done that, nor will I ever. Right. But sometimes well, sometimes we skip that I'm just lying to. So <laughs> well, I think you I think well, what I mean is I have a memory of it. Yeah, yeah. I can't trust my memories. <laughs> well, I think I think you're right, though, now that you mention it. I think I, maybe that's the reason that I'm not going to air that episode. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that was actually like some sort of like spirit just fucking with the computer being like, nah, nah, you don't want to put this one out. Um, you're recommending people fucking Nickelback. Come on, Dan. Um, no, somebody, somebody told me that, um, Nickelback's uh, deep album cuts are like uh, supposed to be like much heavier than okay. like what they actually what you, the shit you hear on the radio. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't take your advice though. I did not that's, listen to Nickelback. <laughs> that that's great because I'm not even going to take my own advice <laughs> on that one. But um, yeah, so that was definitely like a uh, that was definitely like a misfire on my part. If that actually, I think, but I think you're right. I think, I think I did. I think I did say that, like, but you know, you just said, and I interpreted it as you telling everyone to listen to Nickelback. In my mind, I was probably thinking, well, if you want to prove, if, if you want that, if, if you want to find out for yourself, if Nickelback's deep album cuts are not as bad as their singles. Right. Then, you know what I mean? But I might have just been like, so, yeah, go ahead and dig into Nickelback's <laughs> deep cuts, you know, discography. 
And this week you're telling everyone to drink milk sprite. Yeah, so. drink milk sprite. Um, I will though be 100% serious about a band's uh, discography right now though. Okay. Fagazi. Oh right, I forgot to get into them. Dude, I've. I started uh, to, and I really liked it, and then I forgot. And then you forgot to get into them. Okay, yeah. that's one that I am gonna recommend, Eric. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll get into it. And if you want to actually check out Nickelback's uh, discography, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad about it. You know, I wouldn't be angry. <laughs> but I might. <laughs> I, I would like you to tell me I just what that experience I, is I, like. I, I feel like I didn't have time for Fugazi. If I make time for Nickelback. Like there's there's issues. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is it gonna be? Fugazi or Nickelback? Oh Would you rather? What's the <laughs> would you rather? Rather Dude. That might be a good segment. Would you rather? Fugazi or Nickelback? Um You know what though? Things that I really love, if I've heard them too much, I might choose the terrible choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No, like yeah, totally. Hootie and the Blowfish or the Violent Femmes. <laughs> I might choose Hootie because I've already heard all of the Femmes like a lot of times. Exactly. So, you know, this might be my opportunity. Sure. Probably not Hootie, though. Like, no one would say that. Like, no. That's too much. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hootie and the this Blowfish and the Violent Femmes. Does Hootie and the Blowfish even exist anymore? I don't know. Did they exist in the first place? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They probably shouldn't have. It seems like I remember things. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. it's one of those go-to things to say Hootie and the Blowfish. It's like it's not even really a thing anymore. It's just like the example. It's like, uh, like if someone were going to make fun of... Well, yeah. It's like just saying tofu. I don't know. Like when you're talking about health food, it's, like the, <laughs> it's the lamest, most obvious example of something. That's a. That's what I did with Hootie right there. So. There you go. There I take go. it back. I'm sorry, Hootie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're all right, Hootie. You're all right. Uh. Tofu, man. Yeah. I've never actually really given tofu a chance. I have tofu all the time. I love it. Do you really? Yep. Are you vegetarian? Yeah. Uh, pescatarian. Pescatarian? So, like, uh, hated by all, respected by none. That's, that's <laughs> what vegetarian gets. <laughs> now, is that, is that somebody <laughs> who... Eaters are like, what the fuck? And vegetarians are like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> is that... Pescatarian... It's not even a thing. It's somebody who eats fish, right? Am I right. wrong? Okay. So you eat fish, but you don't eat, like, red meat. Yeah, or chicken or turkey or pigs or, gotcha. you know, that kind of stuff. Have you noticed any health benefits because of it? Yeah. Yeah, quite a lot. And I'm not saying that it's because of that, because I think it's more that I just, <laughs> I make better choices, you know? Right. Like, when you look at a menu, it's like I used to just get... Wait, they put two T-bones on a bun? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So yes, yes. You know, oh, I can get cheese fries with that. Okay, like. I guess I would still get the cheese fries. The tenderloin is the size of the state? Yeah, right. Because that, that's what they all are here in Iowa. So I think that's more of what it is, honestly. Right. But, gotcha, gotcha. So it's like less, it's like portion control kind of too. Sort of. And I just kind of got grossed out about eating meat. I don't know. One day I was like, oh, that's kind of gross. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, real solid convictions there, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Well, I mean, I know that when I eat a salad, I feel a lot better than if I do eat, like, a steak, you know? Yeah. But it's like, you know, I think, I mean, I think those types of things are kind of, people are kind of, like, more and more people seem to be realizing that, you know, like. I've got a lot of friends who are kind of like cutting down on meat and stuff, you know. Yeah. And well, they yeah, all I just uh, we were kind of convinced that uh, you know there's only one way to get good protein, and like I think people are starting to realize that's not really it. So. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's protein in just about everything. So. Right. Milk sprite. Even, even milk sprite. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say milk sprite has it. Hell, I think even Sprite. Let me look on the bottle here. Oh, I no. Sprite has, a... Sprite has protein zero grams. You add milk to it, though, that's a great source of protein, I think. <laughs> I mean, vitamin D, maybe. You know? <laughs> depends on what kind you're... Depends on what kind you're, you're drinking with it. Almond milk would definitely have protein in it, for sure. Right. So I think yeah. I know what this episode is going to be called, Eric. <laughs> the milk spray? I think so. <laughs> I mean, do you think that that's where we're heading? Yeah, I can't think of any other better name for sure. So we came up with, like, let's recap here. We came up with a great black metal, unblack metal band name, Fake Crying. Uh, fake Crying. We talked about Milk Sprite. Yeah, we did. Was there, was there anything else? Or I mean, that was like the whole episode, wasn't it? I think that's all we talked about. Okay, so, so <laughs> to to uh, to conclude, people, people who are actually listening to this, <laughs> try the milk sprite sometime. Uh, <laughs> dig deep into Nickelback's discography. Oh, that's right, we talked about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So dig deep into Nickelback's discography because the songs are heavier than you remember. <laughs> or in my case, don't remember because I've never heard them. And what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, Fake Crying. Yeah. This was a good episode. This was a good chat, Eric. <laughs> we got a lot done, a lot accomplished. Yeah. I feel like a new man. It's all that milk sprite in your bone. Dude, yeah, it's giving me, like, a headache. It's awesome. A power headache. power headache. There you go. Dude, <laughs> we're just killing it with these names right now. Power headache. Uh, uh. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Eric, I think, yeah, this is like, we're at a, an 80-minute mark here. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's time to time to maybe drink some milk sprite before bed and then yeah i know, think so too go to sleep 
parts about my record. That's that's the best plan. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen to your record while drinking milk. No, spray. Cut all those parts out. There you go. For to save time. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, Eric, it was a good conversation. <laughs> it was was a like lot it. of fun. Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it. <laughs>